Welcome to another episode of Your Co-Watch Podcast. Today's episode is on third parties in marriage. It's so good to have you here. Now, I recall during my marriage counseling, if there was something my counselors kept hammering on, was do not allow third parties in your home. Well, I thought I understood it, but it didn't make much sense to me then until I got married and then I was like, ah, okay, now I see. So, I had a guest today on the conversation, Mrs. Ikoma Mali. This woman is for Africa. <laughs> but she's so there, I call her my party, and I love her. Ikoma Mali, it's good to have you. Thank Welcome you so much. It is my pleasure to be here. And um, it's, be- <laughs> it's a beautiful thing to be on your podcast. And I'm grateful to God for this opportunity. And good afternoon, good morning, good evening, depending on the par- any part of the world where you're listening from. Like she said, I am Ifoma Malik. The intro now. Come on, give it. <laughs> All right, so let's go straight into the third party. Like I said, I don't know about you, but me, I knew when I was going through the whole bar transfer, I was like, oh, a lot of parties in the home. It's important because it's, uh, you know, between you, your husband, and God, you know, allowing the parties to. But for you, what is the role of, what's your understanding? Third party in marriage, and what do you think the role third parties play in marriage? What's the role of third party in marriage? Okay, um, third party, like name implies, it's um, bringing a third personality or a third person into your home or your union. Okay, so that means. There is an established um, party, which is, in the context of what we're talking about, the Mm. husband and wife. And then the third party is an external being or an external personality. Okay, Okay. so that means it's not a party that is with the initial established party. So okay. look yeah. party, 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 exactly. party. Okay. I have to use the word party because I we are still defining third party, not really going yeah. further into okay, so that's yeah. is the third party. So the third party is the third person or an external person um coming into an established union or an established party. Okay, I think that's better. Understood that. Okay. okay so, uh, from your own point of view, what's your view about third parties in marriage? Okay. Um, my view is third parties are not allowed. Ah. Okay. So now, <laughs> yes, third parties are not allowed. So, um, in the context of marriage, typically it implies. Um, desire for privacy, trust, and a commitment to resolving issues within the marriage without involving, you know, an external individual. So, involving an external individual is bringing in a third party in your marriage. Okay, so we we need to 
draw the line on seeking help in marriages yes you know which varies between couples depending on their understanding and how they resolve issues so but my view for third party if you really ask me the only third party that should be in a, in a marriage is god that is the only third party that is allowed mm. Yes, to be in your marriage. So in your own marriage, you're going to have to go to there. Yeah. In your own marriage, because it feels like, okay, we're giving text definition, third party, just you, God. But would you say, we're not isolated, we're not, um, we're very communal beings, human beings. And as we progress in life, we need the help of each other. So first off, let's even lay the foundation. Are you saying that once you get married, it's now time to cut off from people around you because you don't want to play party, you don't want any influence in your home, you just want you, God, and your husband to sort them out, to sort things out, rather. Is that how you feel that a new marriage should function or should play out? And is that how you're all right? With? Okay, so <laughs> um there were times that we brought in third party, okay. um, but then we see them as mentors. So there were times at the early stage of the marriage, well, I'm still young in the, in the marriage. But How long have you married? When it was, <laughs> okay, I've been married for nine years. I'll be nine years this year. Nine years is so, young. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> still young, yeah. <laughs> but at the early stage, um, we had people we brought in. So, so that has to do with this moments when you needed to resolve issues. The third parties most times come in when you have issues to resolve that you feel are so difficult for you to resolve because, yeah. and all of this happened because you are new in this institution, and. You, in your mind, you think you know this person very well before you marry the person. But you're just beginning. Is the marriage, the start of the marriage, that's when you started the journey of knowing this person. So a lot of clashes happen. A lot of clashes happen and um, you really would need help. Um, would need to bring in people who are knowledgeable, people who are more experienced, especially spiritual people who can guide you and teach you to understand this. So those who have gone ahead of you, let's put it that way, those are people called mentors. So there were times we bring in, we brought in people like that in, in my marriage, but that was when I began the journey to know and understand this man. You know, and then with the help of God with time, yeah, you actually grow into understanding how to resolve issues and how to sort out difficult um, discussions and conversations. Yeah, so it, there are times, there are times you don't really cut off. You shouldn't really cut off from people who would help you, people who could guide you. You shouldn't really cut off from them, especially at the early stage of your marriage. Okay, so if I'm hearing you clearly, so it's almost, it almost feels like I said it's a big control victory. So you say no deposit allowed, at the same time allowed. So in the context of, so would you say that culturally, as Nigerian, it is um, it kind of influences 
the need for to have people in your space, especially when you're starting off in marriage. And so now starting off in marriage, you need mentors, you need help. And I remember when. So the thing is, I remember having heard that you is allowed. It was really difficult. I could be going through something. My husband was. I don't understand what the man is doing right now. I don't assume that. I don't get it. I'm trying to get to him. I can't get to him. He's like, which kind of wife do I marry? You know, that kind of thing. And in my head, no third is allowed. And I'm just sulking there. He's like, you know what? I've just prayed for this because I don't even understand. Do you, do you get you know, that kind of thing? And instead of seeking for help, at least from the right um, sources, so what we're saying now is you can seek for help that doesn't mean that so that doesn't mean you're bringing in third party but you're seeking for help yeah because even scripture says that in the multitude of counsel there is wisdom exactly okay so if i get counsel as regards marriage it will help me on the journey to becoming a better person or a better couple you know that kind of thing well, what's important now is that I think what we should focus on is third parties that sort of influence the whole negative. Do you understand? So we could have third parties could be anybody, it could be parents, okay. it could be siblings, it could be friends, you know. I know I think where I saw this story about a woman who was just I think she saw what happened was she saw yeah, maybe I don't remember where I saw that story, but she swore that her husband was in a lot, like some money came in to his phone and so, like, oh. so okay. she saw it but he didn't speak to her about it she kept saying why would he not speak yeah. to me about this money like okay at least and then he wasn't really helping like financially so she was one bearing the front of her financial body at the time so she felt like why is he doing this there's this amount of money in his account and then he is not spending anything, but I am the one just taking the whole thing. So she decided that, you know what? I am going to show this man everything. So she went all out. She was mean. And how did this even come about? She listened to a friend. She confided in a friend, you know? And said, okay, see what I saw in my husband's account and what. And the friend was like, you know what? That man is wicked. This, 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 this. You must do this. You must show him. You must. And she went on and so she started listening to the friend and she went on and on and on and it almost cost her her marriage it was when she now came to herself and you know and the whole story was like okay the man should have explained but the influence of that third party in the home at that particular time was going to cost us so now the question is what are the red flags because we both agree that it's important to have some sort of influence and christian women got the influence because we don't know it all as we progress in the journey we will need help but from god himself so what are the red flags to look out for when you want to receive counsel so that you, you don't in receiving counsel cause damage to your home okay first of all um you need to look at the person's life but what are the things or the signs that maybe you have a mentor you, you have a mentor and people have mentors who are great men, but they give horrible advice. You understand? You see them all everywhere. But imagine someone telling you that, ah, no, oh, no, not there. It, 
they say submit, submit. And they say, if the man is not doing it, don't submit. You know that kind of thing. You know, you, you get it. It could be subtle. I remember. I remember yeah. when I got married. And I just have to say this. I got married. And I was all excited. It was barely a month when she got married. And I saw this person. And he was like, oh, so you're married now. So what is inside the marriage? We have seen it now. It's not in there. You know, for someone who I respected and felt like, oh, this person was like, I think getting that statement threw me off. Yeah. Then I was like, eh? <laughs> you know, it just, so just imagine going to that before. It already told me that, eh? If anything happened, we need this place. Do you understand? Like, because it was just all, it just, mm. just gave me the, the negative vibe. No, 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 no. Yeah. This thing, nothing. But if I hadn't had that experience, I wouldn't have, imagine. But having that, made that statement, it just showed me that yeah. no, it's not with the age, it's not with the supposed and all around the person. It's just about yeah. giving the person the right information when you need it. So, what are the red flags? First of all, we have, we have to be cautious. You know, we have to be cautious uh, with the people that uh, you get advice from. But before I even dive into your answer, I think, uh, first of all, for me, I agree with a person that you and your partner should agree on the person whom you seek advice mm-hmm. from. I did that in my marriage. Okay. So when we were getting married, they're like, oh, who will be the person where you be here? Where they talk to you be here? Yes. I ask such questions like, who who you they hear? You know, there's yeah. something about someone giving the counsel and then the person taking the counsel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if the person not take the counsel, it's of no use. Yeah. And the matter goes still the you understand, the matter that is on ground will still be there. Mm-hmm. So what's the point? So whether it's a good counsel or wrong counsel and the person didn't take it, it doesn't make any difference. So you ask questions like, who do you listen to? Who can talk to you and you will listen? So that is an aside. Yes. So when you get okay. these people, so for that sometimes, mm. it might not even be those people because sometimes they may give you a name of a person that is not reachable <laughs> at the point where you even need the person, when the matter so what are the things you can also look out for look out for mentors who um do not take sides Mm. people who yes people who do not take sides who are not feminists are not this other one people who do not take sides who are straight who are straight with judgment because i have seen a situation in marriage where there was an issue and they decided to seek advice from of course men of a, 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 a christian let me not say man of god or men of god and the council ended up in fact the marriage ended up worse than it was when they went to seek counsel because the man felt the person was taking side now we we don't even know if it's true or not because we're not there but we will know the matter you understand he felt that the, the person was taking side and because of that he, he didn't he didn't listen and he made it worse for the lady 
So it's good you also take someone who can judge fairly, who doesn't take sides, who is not an extremist on gender. You understand? Yes. You look for someone who can consider both parties and look at perspective, you know, and balance, give a balanced guidance. All right. So yes, that is very key. And someone who um, is also good with communication. When I mean communication, I just someone who can um, pass out information clearly and concisely. And and um, aside of communication, look out for someone who has built this mm-hmm. life that you want to emulate. Look at the person's current lifestyle, the person's home. Look at the person's... Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, they fake home it's not the public home. <laughs> it's not the person's public home. I have seen people who give good advice for their home. is nothing to write about. Okay, like, so are you saying that if someone who's giving an advice, the person's home doesn't reflect that advice, should not take advice from such a person? Not really. That's not what... Um, it should be actually there are people who do not really reflect what they um say most times but they are knowledgeable yes some of them yes they have the wisdom they have the knowledge they could even have the experience but it may not be playing up in their life because it's not something they can control most times it could be something that the partner is making it difficult for them to achieve in their home or an external okay. factor factors that they cannot really control yeah. but sometimes there are people like that who could give good advices mm-hmm. yeah who could give good advices and it's not reflected in their lives but really the ideal thing is you leave what you say okay so imagine this is scenario number one i am speaking with a someone i respect and i see that I said, okay, see, I've been, my husband has just been asking for me. I try to reach out to him or I try to correct him. He's complaining that I'm nagging. Or I try to say, do this. It takes him forever before he does what I say. Help me out with this. You know those kind of complaints that we all have. I'm saying, okay, this woman is going to give me advice. And let's assume that this woman, at this point in her life, is going through turbulence in her marriage. In her marriage. But she says, you know what? How do you speak to your husband? Do you respect your husband? Do you honor him with your word? Do you yell at him? You're like, yes, I yell at him because of course I'm upset. That's why I yell. She's like, stop doing that. Submit to him. You know? So now you get that advice. Are you going to say, no, because madam, your marriage is not this. I will not listen to you. You get my point. So in that scenario. Well, first of all, the advice that was given to you is scriptural. It mm-hmm. is generally acceptable. Of course, everyone who understands marriage, even the single people who are not married, knows that women should respect their husband and not yell at them. Mm-hmm. Yes. And okay. also, the Bible says you should honor or respect your husband. So, what the mm-hmm. person is saying is what is written in the bible she must have read it mm. it's what is generally acceptable mm. 
Uh-huh. So okay. even if she's not living it, for one reason or the other, what she's saying. You can tell. Yes, could be what she read and she's telling you. So it could be that she's reminding you what you already know, but maybe you need a reminder. So are we saying the scenario of the donkey and uh, the balam and balak now? <laughs> you know, like, okay, God is trying to reach out to you, you're not hearing what. So it's using, <laughs> he wants to use someone that's why to enter your head. Yeah. Like, you know that kind of thing. Because, I, so now, if, if that's the scenario, so let's assume I listened yeah. to her. And I went ahead to mend the example she gave me. Yeah. And things turned around. So fucking Yeah. Changes in my home. And my husband was responding. I'm like, wow, this is this is good. So and and I decided, you know what? When I need counsel, this is the sure place to go to. What is? <laughs> do, do you understand? So what's the guarantee? Okay. Like people are red flags here now. What is the, what is the where do you draw the line that yeah. you're receiving counsel from someone else? So, like I said earlier, the first place to always get your counsel is from the word of God. Mm-hmm. Always go back to the word of God. Always go back to God. You know, like I said, he's the third person that should be the third party in the marriage, first of all. And then, mm-hmm. um, Yes, always go back to the word of God. So no matter whatever. So if, like you said, the scenario, you met this person and the person gave you a counsel and it worked, and you know the person's own is not working, the marriage is not working. And then you're like, ah, I think this is my go-to person. Anytime it happens, I go there. Always go back to the word to confirm what the person is always giving to you. Like I said, that counsel used that as an example. I said it was already written in the word already and okay. it's generally acceptable so the person could as well be reminding you what has been written so if you go back to the same person who maybe the marriage is not working but gave you a good counsel the previous time and she tells you something else confirm it again confirm okay. it if it's written in the word if it's aligning with god's word if it is um Generally, I don't use generally acceptable is a secondary, but first of all, if it's aligning with God's word, and then confirm your spirit, you know. And most of us, actually, we women, we know when it is wrong. We know. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. It's just that sometimes we might be overwhelmed or we are mm-hmm. too angry at that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let it out now. So when that person gave you the counsel, you're like, hey, actually, even you that went through that same scenario, if someone had come to meet you when you had had this car, you'd have given the same counsel to the person. But just at that point, you adrenaline is high. You already, yes, so you tend to not remember some of these things so but yeah there are people who also give counsel that are not written down in the world so some of those people give counsel based on experiences it's just like a preacher sometimes they preach based on how they have seen the goodness of god in their lives okay now aligning it with the scripture 
So sometimes they give counsel from what they have done and had worked for them. And that is why I say, even when you bring in third party or you bring in take counsel, still cross-check it. Let it go through the word. Sieve it through the word. And then let it bear witness with your spirit. Okay? Before you begin to apply. So, it sounds all good and well because you're bringing in a third party where you can refuse. You can say, okay, you know what? It's like I can't take your advice or I cannot take your advice. It's really my decision. Mm. But what happens in the case where the third party is your mother, father, you know, sister, brother, you know, that kind of thing? And we're trying to paint because people are going through different things when it comes to as regards this topic. And they're really seeking like help or they want to know that, oh, there's someone out there who understands or is in similar position at time and let's see how the person is able to navigate through that phase or that experience so this third party is family mother father either way or sibling and the person is very it's sort of a very strong influence over the spouse you understand okay mm-hmm. Daddy says, no, you're married, though. You understand? Well, still have that attachment, subtle. Or, my mother says, just allow her now, you know, just attain. She just, you know, I don't want to, you know, or the popular one, you know what she went through to bring us up. You know, you, you know <laughs> those sort of things. And you know that this yeah. influence is affecting people. Yeah. So, someone's in that position. Yeah. How would you? This one is not. Don't give us a good answer. Okay. How should the person tackle this situation? Because the more you have to remember, you have to honor that that parent. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Of course, you don't want to excessive. Yeah. Because it divides. Like because we married, we were one happy yeah. family until we married you. Now, okay, now it's totally different. So yes. How does <laughs> the person manage yes. that person? Okay. Well, I have not been in such situation before. Hey, you I've not been in such situation before. Yeah, but actually, no, actually, it happens in real. You know, lots of marriages go through tough times and this is one of them okay this is one of them yes for me um, like you said you need to honor the person yes you know in honoring the person and we do not also throw away our brain let me put it that way okay so if the person asks you to put your hand in the fire please Put your finger in the fire, you know, I'm the one that bought your husband and I went to the door. You will not put it now. There are ways to go about it. Try and let the person understand. So, few things I want to say. First of all, talk it out with your spouse. You and your spouse can agree. Okay, let's do it like this. I'm just saying, you can play around the person. Okay, let's do it like this. When this person is around, let's do it her way. Because the, the person, the family will not stay with you forever. Of course, most time they always come to visit and leave. So you can allow, okay, let's do it like this. When your mom is around, 
let's play like this to make her happy and to honor her. Well, when she leaves, we go back to what we used to do. But if it is a wrong advice that is coming from the person there are a few ways to handle it one of which is tell your spouse if the family member is from your spouse's side tell your spouse to do the talking so i could tell my husband i need to talk to your mom i need to talk to your dad this is not right okay let them know that we have family values mm. and we are but what if what if sorry to forget but what if like you said now talking to your spouse to of course correct his side not the other way, not you trying to make corrections. But what if he's, you know, indifferent? He's trying to play in the middle. Like, hey, mommy's boy, not to offend the mommy, not to offend the wife, you know, play the middle. <laughs> what do you do then? Mommy's boy, well, wisdom is profitable to direct. So we have to apply wisdom here. Of course, okay. to avoid conflict. Because I have heard of a marriage that actually went down because of this kind of issue. Now the lady tried to force her way. And like, oh, that's the mommy's boy. Because the mom said he should do this and he wants to do it. And I told him that it's wrong. He can't do it. And he insists he wants to do it. And I walked out of the marriage. Well, if it is a sin, if it will cost a life, if it is grievous to God, well, I could say the person should seek an external counsel. Now, this is the time when she now called that person that the husband listens to. Ah, okay. And share the matter with him. Yes, this is the time you need to call that person your husband listens to and bring the matter. And but before then, you could let your husband know, ah, dear, this thing is wrong. We both know it's wrong, but I know you want to please your mom. I think it's time I bring in so-so person so that you can see it from another view. Maybe you're not seeing it from this view. I understand, yes. I even love mama the way you love mama too. But you see, maybe let's share with someone else. Let's hear from another person. And let it be the person the man listens to, not your person. Oh. Now, bring in that person that the man listens to. You see, no, it's not even my pastor or my... You see, you see that your, that your person that you told me, the person I want to talk to, I just want us to have another view, you know? Do it as if you you support him, uh, but let's just have another view. Yeah. Yes, let's have another view. There is nothing wrong in getting counsel or listening to, even if we don't do what he said we should do, but let's just hear. So wisdom, apply wisdom. And then let's, if, then another thing, if the guy says, no, 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 I want us to do it without bringing in somebody, then it is dangerous because initially you've asked him, do you listen to this person? And he says, yes. So it's two ways. Either you still go ahead and bring in the person or, like I said, you play along as long as life is not involved and it's not going to take you to hell. <laughs> so play along for peace to reign and then to save your marriage. And like I said, to honor them. You know, most times um, some of these people, they want to also prove to the women, let me burn your husband. You know, I have said too. They're not going to stay long. They're not going to stay long. So like, eh, okay, ma, no problem. As long as it's not going to take you to hell, it's not a sin and it's not against the word of God. So what I'm picking now is don't always try to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, have, have your stay. You know, like, yeah. this is my home. My own home. 
you know, that kind of ah. flexing muscles. It's a girl was. You know, they will send you to go to your son's house, even though your son is four years old. It is maybe you have to your son's house. <laughs> I'm in my son's house. <laughs> Oh my god, this is, you know, and culturally, you know, in any other part of the world, the influence might not be that much, so much. But culturally, in Africa and Nigeria specifically, we have that influence on parents. And we also have stories of, of parents who influence positively. Yeah. Okay. The parents who, who, oh, they influence positively, they help out because they've gone ahead and they see. Well, they know at least one of the parties yeah. involved and okay gives even gives for example so it gives the wife so see your husband responds like this like this and this is what plays out you know this is i feel like you can navigate and get to him through this method you know and mm-hmm. it just gives like a platform for the wife to flourish in her home yeah so yeah. so that we don't think oh Doom and doom, like oh, parents that do this, you know. And sometimes it's always it's not always the mother, it's his father. So you have to be close to them. So we have yeah. that as well, you know. For for couples now, for the original party, before the third party even comes in, how best should couples communicate to limit the influence of third? Because whether we like it or not, there are going to be times where things are not going to be as we think. Yeah. Okay. It could be issues coming up or something, some changes, you know, some character traits that you do not even know existed was that showing up. You know, different mm. things happen in marriage. Some experiences that or events will happen and affecting the home. How do you think? Couples should communicate to limit the influence of of a third party. <laughs> okay, so let me rephrase. Maybe it will be easier. So it's like if I'm married to my husband, I should know that. If there's one thing I know, is that if for whatever reason, whatever issue. The number one commandment is do not yell at me. That's in my home. Do you understand? That's like the number one. Like, even if I killed somebody, God forbid, don't yell at me because you're trying to be cool and just like point out something that's gone wrong or something. You get it. So, that's just an example of a communication style or a like a something to help. So what I'm asking is, how do you think through godly um, principles and all that, how do you think couples should communicate so that you don't bring, or it rather limits, at least to some extent, the influence of external parties? Do you understand? Okay. Yeah. So um, for me, I think the first is um have an open communication have an open communication establish clear communication with your partner about issues that bothers you okay um discuss what kind of 
discuss matters. Okay, so for me and my husband, I think he prefers WhatsApp. He likes it on chat. He likes it when you chat him up and tell him things. So I've come to understand that his best one of his best way of communicating issues is a chatting up. Excuse me, my so, hand is up. I have to stop. Yes. <laughs> I want to ask a question. Inside this answer that you are giving me for my number one question. Yes. So if he likes to communicate issues, yeah. Do you like it? Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't. Aha, I okay. don't. You don't. Yeah, I don't. All right. But okay. for a while, so for a while, trying to resolve issues has been an issue. Okay. Because I wasn't communicating it right. So I would always look for a best time to communicate. And then at the end of the day, I may not communicate again. And then it's hanging. Another one will come and meet that one. Yes. So I until I had an open communication with him, I'm like, just chat it to me. Just chat it. Okay, even if we don't even discuss it, chat it to me. Let me know there's a pending discussion somewhere so you understand now so having an open communication open communication will help you to discuss how best you can have these communications with your spouse to avoid bringing in so the more i begin to align myself to his style of communication and he aligned to my style of communication we begin to reduce third parties so you know, because prior before now, we would, I would just communicate it the way I like to communicate, and it will end up becoming worse. So everybody would have gas balls because first of all, my way of communicating is even wrong. Talk about the matter that is on ground, they will end up in front of counselor. <laughs> Trying to resolve <laughs> it. Yeah. So I, I now begin to. So how can somebody do this thing without bringing this somebody to finance? So one issue now happened, and then he wasn't. He traveled immediately, so we had an issue in the house, and he traveled the next day. So I cannot come and tell him. So I had to chat it to him because he was paining me. Mm-hmm. When I chatted the way the approach, he responded to that issue. It looked like he wasn't my husband. I say, eh. so it was later understood that that is his style of communication. So I did it his style and the thing resolved very fast and everybody was happy. So I began to adjust. I began to adjust. So um, he too began to adjust to mine because sometimes I'll tell him, you, 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 because, because I don't even know how to tell you the thing you've done. So I'll just keep quiet and I'll just be quiet. <laughs> yeah. Say it, I say, I will like <laughs> you know, I don't even know how to say it. So mm. when I begin to now to say, I'll just anyhow I just type it. Shall I know that I'm not happy. I'm angry. This happened. This happened. Yeah. And he's someone who analyzes a lot, much more than I do. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So 
you will analyze it and bring up scenarios. So at the end of the day, I learned, I usually learn most times when we have resolved issues because when he analyzes it, I will see it from a different perspective that I, I didn't see it before now or before when it happened. And then I said, okay, I, I, I think next time maybe I should do it this way. It will result to this. So, um, open communication helps establish okay, well, the best way. The next point, because I see that you have points for us. You know, in relation <laughs> to what you just said about, <laughs> you, know, you know why they, they pay me? Because I think my husband sort of conflict. And the thing like, <laughs> you know, at one point, and that's the thing, like, because the truth is, I'm also learning. Because I have this point, I'm learning. You know, and I just felt a little prick in my heart. And I just think you always feel like, see yourself. Because you want to have it your way, it must be your way or the highway. Do you understand? That is when it comes to this yeah. In my mind, I don't know. Why must we communicate? Yes. One day I went to I said, Oga, are we doing virtual marriage? You know, I can imagine how that came out when I said it. So I was like, and you're like, what are you saying? You know, trying to just make the whole matter calm down, you know. But for him, he will communicate better. You know, we're physically like we have an issue and it's about fine. And me now, I will just be talking. Talking, 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 talking. <laughs> and, uh, in essence, either I've said something I'm not supposed to do. Somehow. Yes. Do you, you get it? Oh, and then the first thing, the first approach is I would talk about just shut up. Don't carry my face up. Because in men, like, if I don't, and for, for me, the technique was okay, let me not say what I'm not supposed to say. That's best thing. Mm. And once I'm just upset about something, because I'm either, it's always like I said, I'm either I'm on both sides of the room. I'm always like, eh, eh, and then the next time, like, do you understand? So you already yeah. know that this one was happening. What has happened again? Well, now we're talking about finding ways that work for you. It doesn't have to be your way. So I'm learning. Now, first of all, if he wants to communicate in writing, you should not be able to communicate in writing. Yeah. At least in this one now, I'm giving back now. That, <laughs> What I have learned is that if if that's the best approach to communicating on yeah. the issue, then allow him. Doesn't have to be away on this. Of course, you yeah. want to want you want to have one on one physical face to face conversation, but it doesn't always happen like that at the time. I don't always have to go in and and talk and yeah. meet and know because you want to have it away. So. Thank you, Mom. But that one. You can go ahead now with the father list of how okay. to <laughs> I remember the scenario that happened, you know, one time we had a very serious matter that, ha- that happened. And he was so angry, he was so angry. I said, Why are you, why are you carrying face now? Why are you carrying? He said, hmm, He wants to discuss the matter. But he so when he gets to his office, ah, am I working in your office? I said, when you get your office, discuss it. In my mind, I said, so that's WhatsApp now. 
know. And when he got, I was waiting throughout the day when it starts. In the afternoon, I just saw, how are you? I said, hey, I think the discussion is going to start. But do you know, that particular one favored me. Because when he started the matter, and I wasn't the only person involved, and he called one of my friends' name. So immediately, as he's chatting me, I'm chatting the lady. As he's asking me a question, I'm forwarding it to her. She's giving me answer, I'm giving it to him. So that particular one, <laughs> favored me. So that particular okay. one, that discussion and settlement favored me. And that was how the whole matter calmed down. And I said, we'll continue when I come, when I get home. So since then I said, so this is, since this is your style, no problem. I shall drop the matter on WhatsApp for him. So most times, he, he 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 wants to get to know it first, maybe through chat. It's not that we will not still talk about it physically, but then they think because we are not doing virtual marriage, so you see, come back home. There are people who want it in the midnight. Some people want it maybe after they have finished making love with their wives. Here, I bring the matter and let's settle it. So the best thing is understand how your spouse wants to get this matter uh, get um, com- communicated because what you are looking for is results mm. so because you're looking for results so you have to put aside who is right my way your way my style your style and go for results so if getting results would mean communicating his style when it is matter that concern you and you want to get results do it his way and then also let him know that you know this is not my style but i have to come down to your style to be able to get this result that's after the thing has been resolved he would appreciate yeah. you for that yes and then he also would communicate to you your way even if he's not communicating to you your way he would learn to because he has seen that you're making yeah. efforts to go out of your way to communicate his way he knows i'm not with i prefer when we are driving home i want to talk all the matter in fact, I, I like it in the car. Whether we have reached destination, let's just stay inside the car and be talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, this I would go late for things because I'm talking the matter. I've reached where I'm going to, and the car will almost set to that matter. So, me, I like to say it face to face, probably in the car or maybe at home when I'm doing chores. Yeah, but he likes it. Just let's start it. Let's start the conversation. We can end up anywhere or start up. So the best way to communicate, to get results, is the way to communicate. So get an open way of communication, understand each other's way of communicating these issues. It will help, it will go a long way resolving the matter. With time, you will find out that most times you do not really need um, an outsider or a third party to come in in some matters because you already found out that this Communicate it this way, I will get results. Mm-hmm. It's not results we are looking for. Yeah. Looking for. So, like, I also had similar issues, like you said. In my communication, sometimes I say things I don't, I'm not supposed to say. Like I said, like for my spouse, he's very analytical, like he can analyze. So, he's the type that whatsoever you say can be used against you in the court of law. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. So, it can still be like that, you know. So even in my saying the matter, I be careful because we might finally end up leaving the matter and settling what I said at the end of the day. So yeah, and I think. And I think I feel you. that's what happens at the end of the day. The mother and you are now the one saying sorry, and I used to be sorry because you are spoiled. <laughs> that's so cool. happened to me so many times. But at the end of the day, I'm going to because I have said something I wasn't supposed to say, and he has broken it down for me, analyzed it for me, and I saw that, oh, I said the wrong thing. Meanwhile, in the first place, I was supposed to want to collect sorry. So I have learned to just say the matter first, chat the matter, and let him see it from my own view. And so I will not always come this way. I think, or from my point of view, so that when you now want to say, I say, but that is my point of view. I am not putting it to you. So I now came careful of my choice so that when he wants to now analyze what I said, I'll say, well, that is what I, I said I thought. So that could be my thought. It's not really what it should be. Yes. So I, I now begin to become more you know, diplomatic in no, communicating the issue. So sometimes in communicating the issue, you should also be diplomatic. Don't just go straight and just hit it because sometimes, like you know, even the Nigerian um, um, law, most times, is it the law they call it favors the men? You know, when men, when you see a man and a woman committing, they will always say, He is the woman, you are the one, you're supposed to stay at home. Supposed... So, you know, all of those things. So, you have to now be diplomatic in, in relating your matter so that at the end of the day, it will not result to something else. So choice of words, being diplomatic, even though when sometimes I could be very angry, I will feel put the anger in my stomach. By the time I begin the conversation and I see that I'm winning, I cannot bring out the anger very well because I've already seen that I'm winning the matter. <laughs> I bring out the anger. And I will collect the, the, the complete sorry that I'm supposed to collect, you know? <laughs> so... <laughs> that is being diplomatic. So you have to be diplomatic. You have to be careful with the choice of words. You have to know the type of communication style that would work, not your style. And then finally, finally, also paired with the word of God. Okay, so there are some times I will want to correct him. He has done something. I will look at him. I will see that if I correct this correct. No, I am not the head of the home. So I will just carry scripture. I will say, let let your heart be filled with the word of God. It's out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. Let those things that will come out of your mouth be filled with grace. It's written in the scripture. Let your mouth be filled with grace. You know, if you say this one, you are already quoting scripture. <laughs> You already know the direction I'm going to. <laughs> you know, so sometimes you use scripture to say that thing you want to say. That if you have said it with your your heart, there is doing you. It will cause more problems. Just carry scripture and place it before and say it. So that when you want to now defend, you say, But it's not me that said this now. It's what the word of God said. 
So you are using the word of God to fight. Dish, dish. Ah, is our shield and our work lies <laughs> our is it is it is two edges sword wow wonderful yes is it to fight battle physical spiritual anyone use it you can use it it's safe <laughs> okay so those are the that i think you can bring up to you know okay, okay. all right so finally finally because we have very short time we uh, gotta go okay. So finally, 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 last question. What happens when you have a spouse who always likes telling your business to outsiders? What do you mean by your business? By anything that happens in the home. It's a what? Shut up. Friends, come to your friends. Um family member. Family member, yeah. Church members said. Yay, do you understand? <laughs> so, um, what do you do if you are the spouse on the receiving end to fulfill that? Anyway, my own knowledge like that. <laughs> I was not like that. <laughs> okay. I was not like that. Okay, so, so, let's teach us whenever it happens. I don't run. Hey, I'm gonna cry. I mean, remember, I was gonna cry. Pastor, I was gonna cry. You know, I was one like that, but I, I wasn't telling a lot of people actually because mm. <laughs> where you get the time also. So, but I was once like that in the early stage of my marriage. I I felt, ah, whenever it happened, hey, I felt so part of what made me like that, behave like that, was because one issue happens how the devil quickly make me feel like i was in the wrong marriage so i'll begin to feel like ha ah, did i marry the wrong person hey mm-hmm. what kind of thing did i enter into like this did not tell me i'll just run around and tell maybe family member or a pastor or a mentor ha ah, look at what happened is this how this is this is how it's meant to be hey did not tell you this man hey god will i survive this thing so I was afraid, like thinking I was in the wrong marriage. That was fear. So that was what spawned me to always wanted to talk to someone, you know. And being that when I got married, I came to a, when I when I, I I came to a city where I never had any family members around me. So I would always link to um, friends or believers who are around me. So I always want to seek advice. I would, in my mind, I'm seeking counsel. I will report, cry. So until something happened. <laughs> so one of those days when I ran and I went to go and meet counselor, one of the persons I saw as a counselor, and I reported one matter. I think a matter of gas finished and something, something. I, I can't remember. I know gas was part of it, and. The person, yes, okay, helped us, helped me to fill the gas, sent driver, fill the gas for me, blah, blah, solve the issue. And then he came home. And then the other day, I saw the person somewhere, and someone else told me, ah, I heard so so person who filled gas for you, and he used to give, he added salt, 
sugar, everything that think of. And they feel gas for now. And hey, it's not. It's just one so. They feel gas for now. They even they help now. They patch now. So they even feel gas for now. And they give her food. I said, hey. and then my husband said, "You see what I was telling you? It's not mm. every time run out. Let me come back." Tell it to me first. Let's even try to resolve it and see when it is not able to. You know, I think that was the last time we really, really, um, I really ran out like that. It took me a very long time. So I tried, I now learned to want to resolve issues with my spouse and God. And then we have to learn, even when it did not work so sometimes you have to cry to God instead of crying to man, do the crying to God, do the reporting in your secret place, you know, private prayer, pray for him. And then I see God sometimes, or most times when I cry to him, that like, you it will look like you went to speak to him and the matter will be resolved. Yeah. And so so I so I, I I want to advise so if you have a spouse like that, try to come back home. Is a devil putting fear in in the person, making you think yeah. that everybody or anybody outside you talk to. In fact, the one that even surprised me was one of the days I even said something to someone, a friend. It must have happened. I want to tell a friend. She just said, "Hmm, now ah, wow, what this man? Now so we say, now go get so And I like, is that all? And I asked myself, <laughs> so what do you <laughs> like? What do you gain now? Now, mm. now you lose you. Don't open your, yourself. Give this person. This person don't know what is happening for her in the house. Mm. She did not even solve the problem for you. Yeah. She did not give you the money. She did not even call even the husband to say, let me go talk to him because you, you, your husband may not listen to the person. Your spouse may not listen to mm. the person. But it's not yeah. the person. He listens. So what did you gain? I told me, I asked myself that question. So what did I gain? I said, I did not gain anything. But I lost information. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I lost. And me as a business person, I like profit and loss. So I know about lot profit and loss and I like profit. So I said I lost in this one. So I advised myself and said, no more. So let me say it to the person mm. where I will have profit. And if it doesn't now work, I will say it to God. Yeah. and then i remember one of the meetings where i went for and i was trying to talk to god about matters and the lord said to me he is my son report him to me mm. i made him so i learned to always report him to god and then finally the, after a long time it will take us a long time we'll just say, okay let's go seek counsel from people whom we look up to once in a while, we could just go and then seek counsel and then get advice and we just go home. Because it's also good to get advice, right, good advice from the right people who God has placed over you. So I think that's that. Hmm, it's been a wonderful conversation. This yeah. is Malika. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for sharing, sharing insights, sharing your experience too, because it's one thing to you know to be called, one thing to want to cover your own laptop, but also sharing that okay, you know what, I used to do this, but God has me along the line. So thank you. It's and thank you for that part of communication style. It really got to me. I've 
taking the collection. Thank you very much. WhatsApp. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Send WhatsApp. After the WhatsApp, you see, once they resolve the matter, move on. Abi. And but yeah. then if he still yeah. wants to talk about it physically, like my own will always still want to talk about it. If it's not resolved on WhatsApp, we'll continue physically. But if it's resolved on WhatsApp, I move on. Last last, I'll collect ice cream. Oh, that's a good man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you for coming yeah. on this podcast. We have to go. It was a beautiful conversation. And we, we won't know what yeah. we went through to have this conversation. But praise the Lord <laughs> <laughs> that this is it. Well, and it's happening, happening now. So thank you so much. We appreciate you coming. Please, uh, now we want to pray. Just say what a prayer for everyone listening. Woman, man, you know, with the whole peculiarities of third parties, of communication and all that. Just say what a prayer. All right, so um, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. Thank you because you are the one that instituted marriage and um, it is what you believe in and that is what you mean. And we thank you for every man, every woman that is listening or will listen to this podcast, you know, and have been going through some challenges that concerns bringing in third parties to their home or conversation with their spouses. Lord, I ask that you grant them the strength, the courage, the wisdom that is needed. And um, I also ask, oh God, that your grace be sufficient for everyone in the name of Jesus. And we pray, oh God, that we will begin to learn to bring you into our home as the third party and begin to speak to you and recognize your presence in our homes. In the name of Jesus, pray. Amen. Thank you very much. Amen. to have you. Thank you. Thank you. This was such an inspiring and faith-building conversation, and I am certain it has blessed you. Thank you for listening to the conversation. Look out for more conversations like this every Friday, 7 p.m. West African time. Do subscribe and follow your Kawaii podcast on your favorite listening platform to get a notification when a new episode drops. Also, be a part of the conversation by following on social media, on Instagram at your Kawaii podcast and TikTok at your Kawaii 3 or by email at your at gmail.com. Be a part of the inner circle by subscribing to your Kawaii podcast newsletter where we hang out and share encouragement and inspiration on this faith journey together. As a first-time subscriber, you get an e-copy of the I Am Virtuous Woman prayer journal for free. See you in the next episode. God bless you.